usually the last way to get a story on Travel Writers Radio is to create a survey and send us the results. Too often, the alleged survey just happens to fit the needs of a public relation person's client, so it doesn't pass the test, not the sniff test, not the pub test, no test, we just bin it. But occasionally, one comes along that might actually prove useful to our listeners and is likely to be true. One such survey this week details some hacks to keep your travel costs down. And who are we to uh, walk away from a good hack? Arguably, we're all interested in that, whether it's for business or leisure, saving money, that is. Now, the survey comes from the small business sector of the large, maybe huge, I should say, Flight Centre Travel Group. Specifically, it comes from Saskia Boxham, the New South Wales and ACT Head of Customer Success for the Corporate Traveller Division. Now, they've got about 6,500 businesses who make their travel arrangements through them. So the findings and recommendations that uh, they've come up with are interesting. These are wonderful hacks. First one, you can save up to 20% on airfares by booking 8 to 14 days ahead. Corporate travellers' own experience shows that the cheapest domestic airfares are those booked 8 to 14 days before departure. Airlines tend to release cheaper seats around this time to fill their flights. I hope you're all taking this down because you can check us out and you're welcome to get in touch. The second one is... Book flights on the quarter hour or half hour for cheaper fares. Now, a veteran business flyer swears by this rule, and they put this down to the fact that it's a classic supply and demand issue. People generally want to leave on the hour. And so flights on the hour are more costly because they are more in demand. So if you're prepared to go at 10 past or 20 past or whatever it is, that's absolutely worth a try. Rita. And you have to get to the airport at much the same time anyway. You do. Uh, next one, book early week flights. Google Flights data show that on average, flights that depart on Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday have been 12% cheaper than weekend departures. This hack will be more useful for business travellers who have the flexibility to book early week meetings. Late-week flights, while more expensive, come with other bonuses. A traveller may be paying more for a Friday flight, but they have the added advantage of tacking on a weekend away in that destination. Here's an interesting one. I've I've been threatening to do a piece on the loyalty reward programs. I wonder if you or I, Rita, would actually bend down to pick up a frequent flyer point if it was lying on the street <laughs> because uh, they are fractions of a cent. Uh, yeah, we we need to discuss this one, I well, think. we've got to get a guru in because I just don't understand it, but to be really honest with you. Now, the suggestion from Corporate Traveller, part of Flight Centre, is stick to one or two airline rewards programs. Now, it is tempting to sign up to every rewards program out there, but they are suggesting, they recommend maximising just one or two of the major ones and grow your membership status within them. The most covetous perks in these programs, such as your choice uh, to pick a seat, you get extra luggage allowance, you can go to the business lounge, they're available for members who reach the gold or platinum status. So their suggestion is, well, put your efforts into being gold or platinum in one or both of the major airlines. Read them. 
Useful advice. Now, the next one's fascinating. Use the five-block rule to cut costs for city bookings. To save on hotels and restaurants in cities, avoid booking within five blocks of the CBD. When looking for an alternative, choose areas with good public transport and easy access back into the CBD. I'm not sure about that one. Um, That would put us, say, in South Melbourne or somewhere, wouldn't it? East Melbourne, South Melbourne. But there's not a lot of hotel choice there. Uh, there is a bit in East Melbourne, not a great deal. I think it depends very much on the city. Yeah, I, I think they actually were probably referring to Sydney, to be honest. But anyway, um, maybe that's worth a try because the, the heart of the city is generally going to be the more expensive part. Now, the next point is flexibility trumps loyalty. What was I saying about loyalty programs? Flexibility <laughs> trumps loyalty if you want to cut costs. Now, sticking to the same hotel group or airline because you're on a loyalty program can give you some unique perks and deals, but may not equate to cheaper travel over the year. They're suggesting you regularly compare prices with other travel providers to ensure you're getting the best value. I think that's a valuable point. We haven't told you every single item on their list, but these are the ones that appealed most to us. This is the Travel Writer Show on J Air 88 FM in Melbourne.